You're listening to Get the Skinny with your hosts, Brian Kilby and John DeLuna. Hey, everybody. It's your old friend, John DeLuna and Brian, the Brian Kilby. We're back for another Get the Skinny. Hey, Brian. Yes, John. I am going to introduce us. Also tease something for later in the show for me at the same time. I have a question for you. Uh, how cold okay. is it where you uh, currently reside right now? Uh, right now, man, it's not that bad. It's probably in the low 30s. Oh. Uh, no, it's not even that. It's 43. Man, you guys have it lucky. So in Texas, relatively speaking, um, so parts of Texas right now are in the low single digits, like um, sub sub 10 degrees, closer to zero degrees uh, up in super north Texas. And then where I'm at right now, I think it's uh, it's 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 in like the twenties. It feels like it's in the teens, and I think it's going to drop like another ten degrees um, overnight. So we're looking at uh, the uh, the the hard freeze that uh, people talk about. Where um, I should have covered up half my plants, I covered up none of my plants, um, and so I'm sure I'm going to pay for that later. It's going to be really sad. Uh, but later in the show, I did pull up some articles on working out in cold weather and during the uh, winter months, which is certainly a challenge for me, especially when it's so bone chilling cold outside. I don't want to take a step outside, let alone a run. So we'll get to that later in the show. But for now, Brian, what have you been up to? Uh, Well, first, I want to mention that it's interesting that it's so cold where you live. When I went to go visit you like five years ago, Uh I learned new ways to sweat. (laughs) You did come in the summer. Yeah. So I have I have never experienced such a dry bitterly hot summer in my life so that's every summer buddy yeah so i mean I, and i live I, I live in the southeast people here say that people say it's worse here because of the humidity i don't think so i like the humidity it makes sense yeah i mean it's it's just i guess it's just different like i, I would probably like a summer in um the carolinas to me would probably be sweltering to me um just because it's different every you know I, I just i have a different uh interpretation or i guess experience with what heat is than you and so yeah we we can't handle each other's uh, but backyards. otherwise yeah otherwise not a lot's going on um i mean it's been cold it's supposed to snow tonight which okay. will be nice i like snow we don't get it that often um this is still for me shorts weather shorts and flip-flops weather mm-hmm. um like i i typically i can wear shorts to like 15 degrees or something uh unless the wind's blowing <laughs> then like if the wind's blowing like if at 25 i i want to put on pants but um, yeah, I mean, I don't mind the cold so much. I don't want to go out running in it, but I don't mind walking in it or, you know, any, anything like that. I think, uh, and like I said, we'll get to this a little bit later and show in more detail, but, uh, 10 years ago, everything was exponentially easier. 15 years ago, everything was, uh, effortless. Uh, I do, I do think like I've reached that point where like, yeah, maybe five, definitely 10 years ago, I could go out for a run tonight and, um, work myself up. Um, to a decent temperature fast enough where it's uh, perfectly doable and uh, even advantageous, which um, I'll cover in a bit. But uh, these days, no go, man. I've already got uh, old man bones that uh, predict the weather and, uh, you know, give me uh, some nagging nagging pain here and there. So anyway, um, there was a time when I I, I would definitely like uh, fearlessly venture out, but uh, I don't know about that right now. Uh, So Brian... um, any updates on the diets that you have been testing? I actually haven't gotten around to testing them yet. I, I plan to. Uh, didn't materialize. It's easy to. It's easy to uh, skip these things. 
It's like, oh, well, I had plans. Oh, well, we're going out. Oh, well, we're not going to be home this weekend. So, yeah, I've let those, you know, what ifs uh, sort of take over. So my goal is to start the day after tomorrow. <laughs> okay. Is that a movie? That is it? Maybe. That's sure. Sounds uh, like. So uh, I'm going to start it the day after tomorrow. The reason I'm not going to start it tomorrow is because uh, Kim and I expect to be snowed in for the mm. morning. Okay. Uh, so we're going to, when it snows, we like making breakfast and stuff. So we went to the grocery store and picked up uh, some stuff like eggs and <laughs> uh-huh. um, to make, to make breakfast and uh, eggs. eggs. And uh, we got this protein pancake mix that I'm looking forward to trying. Ah, how much uh, protein are we talking about? Do you know? Oh man, it's like 15 grams of protein per, per pancake, something like that. Basically. Okay. And actually, uh, when I was, we were out this evening and picking up stuff and I found something I was, I'm really interested in. Mm. Uh, so it's, uh, I hate to say generic, but there's a, like a generic grocery store chain. It's like, um, there are a couple here in within an hour. Uh Uh, it's called save a lot. uh, Mm. Basically it's, uh, they sell a lot. It's like Aldi, but, but lower rent. And, (laughs) uh, I'm pretty sure they're franchised, but I found this. Huh. I haven't tried it yet, but I've, I found this can of buffalo chicken. So it looks like it's shredded chicken and buffalo sauce. Uh-huh. Um, but it's the whole can is 250 grams of protein. I mean, Whoa. pardon me. Pardon me. Pardon me. Pardon me. 250 calories. Okay. And uh, 40 grams of protein. So that's over that oh, huh. uh, golden ratio that I have set for myself, which is I try to, I, I know that I will really like a food protein wise if it's at least. Um, one gram per 10 calories. And this actually best that. So I'm, I'm actually yeah. really looking forward to trying it. Even if it's not that great, I may start eating this on a regular basis. Oh my God. Like bodybuilders and tuna, even though they want to like jump off a roof, they, it's just, it's too good of food for them. Just made for them. Yeah. Like, and eggs, a lot of, a lot of bodybuilders yeah. do like egg whites and oh, I sure. love egg whites. If I could, if I could, if I could do like Tuna, egg whites, and if this if this uh, chicken works out, you know, I could do I could do that. Yeah, and you know, even in that case, um, some guy, some people who are a little bit more sensible, they'll throw a yolk in there for like every three egg whites or something like that, just to give it yeah. something. Um, okay, so Brian, let's just uh, get into a couple of articles that I found on winter working out. Uh, the first one from the uh, from the Huff Post. Uh, they have seven big benefits of exercising outside the center, provided it isn't like zero degrees and uh, you probably should. So look, it's tough to find motivation on the best day sometimes. And it's even tougher to find motivation when, again, it's not ideal weather to even get in the car and go to the gym. But uh, there are seven benefits to keep in mind if you guys can um, fight through the cold. And get moving and grooving. So one, you'll burn more calories. So as the body works harder to regulate its core temperature, you uh, burn a few more calories during your wintry workout. This is also why you see um, things like cryotherapy and um, cryo weight loss places popping up in strip malls. We don't recommend those. Uh, ask your doctor about those first. But the, uh, the idea of uh, a lower body temperature... Um, equals uh, a higher rate of calories burned because your body's working harder to warm itself up or stay warm. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that. I've heard that before. Uh, two, you'll strengthen your heart. Cold weather also makes the uh, heart work harder to distribute blood, provided you have a good ticker. Uh, but uh, the uh, cold temperature does make your heart work a little bit uh, harder. Uh, three, you'll drink more water, or at least you should drink more water, because staying hydrated is one of the most important things to minimize... Uh, 
the dangers of working in uh, cold environments. The body continues to sweat. You still sweat if, if you're running and moving enough in cold weather. Uh, your body doesn't stop sweating. It will sweat. Uh, but the sweat evaporates more quickly in chilly, dry air, which means you're losing water faster, uh, actually, than in um, standard uh, environments. Uh, next, you'll build a tolerance for uh, the freezing elements. So it is true um, that uh, if you work out or if you, um, as a human, expose yourself to certain environments more, uh, you do build a tolerance for that. So uh, lots of marathon runners, lots of endurance runners, lots of people who uh, compete in different environments, they kind of have to, they have to work out during uh, all four seasons because of this. They have to build up a tolerance. So um, it may be not so pleasant the first few times you work out outside, but your body doesn't uh, build up a tolerance environment. Um, I, I totally too. believe that. Um, well, I mean, we just talked about it, just like how you experienced a completely different summer uh, when you came to Texas. And uh, and I've been in enough uh, different uh, states and parts of the country where when I have experienced different uh, seasons or, or been in a season that feels completely different than what I'm used to. Yeah, it's like a shock to the system, but totally. Yeah. I mean, this is a biological process that people learn about in ninth grade called acclimation. Yeah, that's all. I mean, it, 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 we do that. That's, that's the one cool thing about being a human yes. and being a, being a mammal. Is we can acclimate ourselves to other climates. So uh, just a few more. Uh, the next is uh, you will actually learn or remember the importance of a warm-up and a cool-down routine. Uh, for warm-up and cool-down movements are really, really important when you're trying to work out in tough uh, environments. So when it's cold, uh, you are probably going to start out a little bit stiffer, uh, and it's going to take a little bit longer for you to warm up, loosen up, and that's when you realize, hey, having a warm-up routine like stretching, uh, that's what that's for. Uh, and a cool-down routine, when you kind of overheated yourself, versus the uh, the dry, cold air that's around you, um, you'll learn that, uh, or be reminded that, hey, it's kind of important to have a cool-down process. Whereas, like, lots of people in the summer, they can kind of, like, just jump into a workout because... Um, it feels fine, but that's not ideal. So working out in cold weather will actually teach you or remind you how to warm up and cool down. Um, you'll get a dose of vitamin D. It might be cold, but that doesn't mean extra sun exposure won't supply you. <laughs> I mean, really, that is just so important. You may actually feel happier and more energized. So get this cold weather exercise. Also has the ability to boost your mood thanks to the lack of of humidity, which creates a heavy air feeling uh, in the summer months and the stimulating aspect of the chill. So what happens is uh, as the body works harder to stay warm, as we've already been over, the amount of endorphins produced also increase, uh, leaving you with a stronger sense of happiness and lightness following a workout in the cold. So you might get a little bit of a, a buzz, a happiness buzz working out in the cold because among the many things your body is working harder to do and doing more of, it's uh, producing more endorphins. So not bad. Not bad. So if you can brave the colds, uh, why not try it? Don't just, uh, don't just take the day off. Get out there um, if it's within reason. And uh, you know what? You might get a, a better workout, more calories burned, more endorphins, more vitamin D. Uh, you'll be uh, encouraged to drink more water because you're going to be losing uh, moisture faster. Lots of things. Lots of good things can. Uh, you know, there, there are things I could do around the house outside, like mend some fences and things like that, that I normally don't mm -hmm. do um, in the winter because it's so cold. But, you know, why not? I, I should go. Uh, do, I should not? go and uh, fix the fence and um, 
do some weeding, like, you know, or like, I guess it's more of a brush thing so that when um, spring comes that uh, that that patch over in the corner of the yard is nice and clear. Uh, and, yes. you know, maybe I could, um, you know, uh, <laughs> maybe I could finally uh, uh, clean the gutters of my house. Oh, boy. Hey, uh, I, I just like that you use the term uh, mending your fences. Well, I mean, it's, it's very classic. I mean, it's, that's, I mean, that's literally what you're doing. You're when you fix a fence, you mend fences. Oh, I know, but I mean, I just like the. Uh, uh, it's very Americana, very Norman Rockwell, yes. Brian Kilby out mending fence. Um, yeah, I mean that that kind of stuff is uh, is another way that uh, you can do exercise without uh, doing exercise without popping popping in like a, an aerobics you know DVD or Blu-ray or something like that uh, or firing up something on YouTube. Yeah, go going outside and like tending to your abode is a workout. It's moving. And uh, this time of year, if you have a house or any kind of yard, yeah, chances are there's some cleanup to be done for sure. Uh, Brian, do you uh, do you have a lot of trees, a lot of leaves? Are you out there raking, uh, bagging? Do you get somebody else to do that? Like, what's that? What's the situation look like these uh, in these winter so, months? So I think my neighbor and I have like a, a quiet, unspoken pact where we just don't deal with the leaves so ah. yeah i mean i still have leaves from the year before um you just mow over them yeah yeah okay fertilizer yeah mulch yeah i see <laughs> uh so I, but i could but then my neighbor would go do the same thing and i don't want to peer pressure him into doing it man well i hear you buddy it's not uh it's not the, it's not it's not the best part of growing up i'll say that having it, it, this kind of stuff it is not yeah, it to either not. deal with or ignore. It's uh, it's not good. It's not good either way. Uh, Brian, so uh, with the um, with the meals, uh, maybe by next show you'll uh, have a uh, a report on at least some of these prepared meals, perhaps. Yeah. So what I'm going to do is uh, I'm going to actually just start, uh, and I'm going to split up the two programs. I'll do um, the Nutrisystem for a couple of days, then I will do the weekend program for the HMR diet over the weekend. Uh. And uh, resume things with uh, Nutrisystem. So, you know, it should be should be pretty good. Um, hopefully, hopefully I will uh, sort of pick a lane after that and decide what I want to do. Yeah. I was looking at the prices for Nutrisystem and while it's not cheap, I was figuring out like how much money I actually spend on food in a given month. And it's probably not much different than that. So, you know, I, I think um, I, I don't know if I mentioned it last week, but I, I mentioned it recently that uh, I have like an Amazon habit and in six months, which is 180 days, I ordered 167 uh, things or 167 orders. Um, I did that yesterday and got got it today. And it's the, what I what I got sort of fits into the get the skinny theme. It's at least what we talk about or what I've talked about. Uh, our friend Chris, aka XV, uh, linked me to uh, a caffeinated toothpaste. Uh huh. And it was a fifteen dollar tube, and I oh. thought, okay, this is going to be a ginormous tube of toothpaste. And I got it today. Uh, it is, in fact, not a ginormous tube of toothpaste. Uh, one could be uh, convinced that it's just a really large tube of, like, lip balm or something. Oh, man. It's um, not even a regular tube? It's not even a regular. But so I got it today and right before the show so that I could talk about it. I uh, specifically brush my teeth with that. Okay. Uh, so small tube. One thing they do that I like is that the um, I guess nozzle is not the right word. The. The, the 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 opening of the bottle uh -huh. uh, is very narrow so you have to mm -hmm. apply a lot of force to get it out so you don't over 
you don't over squeeze okay. the the toothpaste because it's basically liquid gold. Yeah, you can't and you can't put the toothpaste back in the tube. Yeah. So ding, exactly Interest. right. Interesting. How does it taste? Abysmal. Oh man. Like it's it tastes like so I don't know. Like I'm thinking back to toothpaste that from the eighties that would come from a hospital. I, I just have this weird recollection of mom being in the hospital for some reason. I forget what it was. And she came back with the toiletries after her stay. Uh-huh. And, and one thing was a tube of generic hospital toothpaste. And I tried it and it was disgusting. <laughs> this tastes exactly like that. It's like treated completely as like a utility. Like there's no, there's no regard for like any kind there's of no enjoyment f- or anything. There's no flavor, no anything. Yeah. But I will say, I think that it worked. It's been about 30 minutes okay. since I brushed my teeth. Yeah. And I actually feel kind of rejuvenated. And I haven't had any caffeine in a while before that. So it had to, it almost had to be. Do your teeth, does your mouth feel any different? Uh, no. There's no like tingling I mean, it, or anything. It's no. Okay. No. Huh. Uh, which I know caffeine is supposed to create like a tingling sensation on the skin because yeah. I have some caffeinated, uh, um, aftershave and, and shaving cream <laughs> yeah because and cause that's really you. that's real yeah because i'm me um but you know actually other than the taste uh-huh. and the fact that it's 15 dollars a tube yeah. it's not that bad okay do they have protein toothpaste uh well i mean you're not supposed to really drink or eat the toothpaste no, but i mean at this point like anything that you can leach into your body well yeah but i don't think you i don't think you can really absorb i guess not. um i guess you do have to the, ingest uh, it yeah with with caffeine though you can absorb ca- caffeine um, I guess through your gums or cutaneously or whatever it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, that's got to be going through your gums. I would think is the idea. I don't know. It's pretty. It's pretty sweet though. I actually, I kind of like it. I'm looking okay. forward to using it in the morning. Okay, interesting. Now, uh, and also, 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 one more thing. Oh yeah. While we're talking about uh, dental hygiene, sure. I got something that I've always wanted. Uh, mm. this past week or the week a week ago, mm. and I one thing nobody likes doing is flossing, mm. but. Uh, it's something you need to do. I got a water flosser after wanting one for years. Okay. And this this is a health thing. It's like a water pick um, kind of thing. It's a water pick. Okay. I love it. Huh. I flipping love it. Yeah. It's it, it's actually fun. Does it work? It actually makes floss. Yeah. Hmm. It 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 is it's dislodged things from my teeth. Okay. It cleans your teeth in addition to just flossing where flossing really more focuses on the areas between your teeth, which is that's what it's for. But as you take as you move the water pick across your across your teeth it actually of course also does surface cleaning uh it's fun it's easy and i kind i really actually enjoy the sensation of it so mm. i paid like 30 bucks at walmart i would if you don't like flossing totally consider getting one of these it works great cool uh i didn't know one in my head for whatever reason i i thought they would be significantly 30 bucks not bad yeah no no this is a handheld unit and in fact since it's a water flosser uh, there. If you want to go to tfradio.net slash Amazon, you can search for like shower flosser and uh, they make them that you actually just connect uh, to the shower head um, and and you just have it in the shower. That's probably the easiest way to do it. Yeah. That way you don't worry about getting your clothes wet. Uh, that's like shaving in the shower, which I do. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's a life hack for sure. If anybody Absolutely. hasn't tried shaving in the shower, just do it. Trust me. Trust me. 
Uh, I don't think I've bought, um, geez, I can't remember the last time I bought any kind of shave cream or gel. I don't need it in the shower. You just, uh, I still, I still use shave cream in the shower. Well, I don't blame you for pampering yourself, but, uh, <laughs> when you shave in the, uh, I'm not going to judge you, but, uh, at least for me, and I know for a lot of people, you know, obviously like the humidity and the moisture is enough in a shower where you can just start whacking or just use soap. Or you can use soap, yeah, and just start. Yeah. You can just start going to work, and uh, it's fine. You know your face. You don't. Lots of people don't need a mirror. I don't need a mirror. To, like, you, know, you, know, you know. You know who suggested to me that I use a soap uh, in the shower to say, shave with uh, Gary Chalk. Really, the guy who voiced Optimus Primal in the Beast Wars cartoon. Tell that story before we go. I was just. I mean, it was just on Facebook. I, oh. I, I asked people for like uh, shaving tips, and uh, he had suggested suggested <laughs> he that. He replied, yeah, I thought it was awesome. Hey, before we go, yes. um, there's a big story in the okay. news right now that yeah. I wanted to talk about. So to speak. Um, yeah, so to, so to speak. So uh, we're not going to get into the politics of any of this or whatever, but there's been some um, controversy over the health of Donald Trump. Uh, and he publicly released his uh, medical exam from a couple of days ago. And I mean, his blood pressure is pretty good. Um, considering <laughs> thought it was his, funny considering his lifestyle. Considering his lifestyle, yes. um, he's six foot three and he's two hundred and thirty nine pounds. And there are people all over the internet just going crazy, posting pictures of like athletes who are two hundred and thirty or two hundred and forty pounds, and then posting juxtaposing that against pictures of President Trump, who who is a rotund man. Yes, borderline obese. He is literally borderline obese, and there's you know you're calling BS. But what people forget, and somehow even when people know this, they have a hard time wrapping their head around it. Muscle weighs so much more than fat per volume. So an athlete who is 240 pounds is going to be much more slim and trim than a man who is most of their weight is in body fat. And, uh, you know, like everybody, politics aside, anybody who is, uh, uh, you know, in his his physical, I guess, uh, shape or just kind of being borderline obese and all that stuff. The doctor, the White House uh, physician had the most predictable of all um, prescriptions or suggestions to him, which means that they're um, probably the right ones because they're the most predictable and dull. But it was basically like uh, he needs to eat better and he needs to have some daily exercise routine. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Emotions are high both ways when the president's mentioned. But uh, this is one of those things where I think he's getting an unfair rap when it comes to the perception that, you know, he, there's no way he can be 239 pounds. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I agree with that. Um, we should probably just be focusing on anything like that, uh, that, uh, you know, he's got uh, a little bit of a weight problem and the prescription is what they would, uh, you know, the solution, proposed solution is just what they would tell anybody, which is it's not earth shattering and it's not going to turn your world upside down it's 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 hard to do it's really as simple as just eat better and do some exercise every day something and that can change change your world i guess over over some time so we'll see if it happens but uh he's pretty famous for enjoying a cheeseburger here and there but uh, in kfc <laughs> but uh if those become cheat days instead of every day you never know but yeah that's a good call out brian um you can't numbers. Uh, there's more to there's more to weight than numbers. There's a lot behind those numbers. Absolutely. It's also one reason that BMI is not necessarily the best indicator for uh, health, but but it but it's an indicator and it's generally generally predictive. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if you uh, tie it to some other for sure. Right. Get a pretty good picture of his health. 
Um, Brian, anything else this week? That's really it, John. I don't have anything else except for people out there should follow us on Twitter at GTS Podcast and follow you on Twitter at that John D and me yes. at B Kilby. Yes, and uh, also at TF Radio. Why not? Why don't you? Uh, on uh, on Twitter. Yeah, I'm uh, also on my fitness pal and map my run that John D on both places. Give me a follow and uh, you can see how consistent or inconsistent I am at uh, at pounding the pavement. And uh, I will say this. The only thing my only complaint with my Matt my run and um, not Matt my run. Matt my run is actually pretty solid at tracking your uh, your cardio and your your routes and jogging that jazz. But my fitness pal still a little janky on how to log in your anaerobic working uh, workouts, your weightlifting and things like that. It's kind of a chore, kind yeah. of tedious. Uh, it's and and even the cardio in my fitness pal is not so great. Uh, it's uh, you basically just need to connect the Map My Run app to my fitness pal, and they're they're it's the same uh, same publisher and all that stuff. So so they they uh, they sync up no problem. But basically, what I'm saying is Map My Run is doing all the work. It's it's the it's the good side of those two apps and. Uh, my fitness pal is uh, not the greatest at logging any workout really. Matt my run's really good at mapping your run. And uh, my fitness pal is pretty decent at um as a food log. I th- I but, think uh, I think it's good as a food log. Got some work. Yeah, I think yes, but um it's kind of misleading when it's called my fitness pal and it's really just kind of a good food my log diet pal. and it's got a yeah, and yeah, and it's a it's got a sister app that's really good at tracking tracking your cardio stuff, but uh anyway, uh I would, for different reasons, suggest suggest both my fitness pal and Matt my run. If you do download them on your uh, on your device of choice, uh, give me a follow that John D, and uh, I'll follow you back. And uh, believe me, I will I will like and uh, support every workout I see coming across uh, from my friends, and uh, they do the same with mine. And so it's kind of fun. So um, so go for it, guys. Uh, Matt my run and my fitness pal. And uh, find me that John D. Brian, anything else this week? Um, are, are we good to go? We are good to go. Okay, so uh, before we go, I do want to remind everybody that we are part of uh, the uh, TF Radio family. If you didn't know, you probably knew. But if you didn't know, go to tfradio.net. Look around. Lots of podcasts uh, about many things. Uh, mostly giant transforming robots from outer space. Uh, and if you want to support us and all the other podcasts, we would appreciate it if you click the Amazon link on the site, or if you give a download and a listen to any of our other shows, we appreciate it. Uh, and until next time, I am John DeLuna. For Brian Kilby, this is Get the Skinny. This has been Get the Skinny. 